0: (laughs) welcome everyone to the companion podcast for todd's world it's we're this week is insurrection uh season two episode eight the wolf is coming will's trying to howl. howl howling
1: oh the pitch the pitch was lost on the mic
2: it's not coming through (laughs) Yeah, they thought it was background noise because it was so realistic. They think (laughs) I'm recording in the mountains, and it's editing it out.
0: Will's calling in wolf.
2: Yep. Wolves. Gray wolf. Anywho, Will's here with you.
0: Will's here, and Carrie's here. We're here. The the typical crew is here. There are no uh, special guests.
1: We're here to get handsy.
0: (laughs) We're here to get handsy. Handsy. (laughs) I like that word. I don't know. You know what? I I feel like that's a good, colorful word. It is. What did you change your mind about?
2: Well, well, I was going to explain to you what part I like best eventually, Mm -hmm. but then I just changed my mind because I thought about something. You said Mm -hmm. that I shared wisdom and something else in the podcast. That was my favorite line: (laughs) wisdom and something. Wit is that what I said? Wit and wisdom, and Carrie had joy and laughter.
1: Oh, it was the two intro. very
2: great, and yeah, two very great descriptions.
1: I loved the intro, I thought the intro was so comp- complimentary.
2: Clearly, you had to bring in laughter when you said Carrie, yes. yeah, and the Enjoy. joy that's all she Enjoy. is.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm.
2: If you right. didn't have us, you'd be a train wreck. Oh, <laughs> you think so? you would be triple X? This book would be all triple oh, X. He'd, he'd be locked up in prison as a J6er. I'm telling you.
1: Season three we would just to, be Tessa in the shower.
2: We have <laughs> to keep him between the episode lines. Episode after episode <laughs> after episode. He'd probably be arrested for plotting to kill Whitmer.
0: That was honest. Oh, this isn't chronological, but that was, I think, my favorite line in this whole episode. Oh, no. Here we the go. Tessa, See the Tessa filled
2: jeans and t-shirt. I just love that line. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was nice about it? I mean, I was fine with that. It, it wasn't descriptive it was just a general thing and right. you know what it filled in in your mind it was good mm-hmm. that whole scene was my favorite her and it her, her kid by the way Aiden. Well, that was a good it scene it was good okay
0: well we started with mike clark mike that clark. scene mike clark getting he getting that that will actually contributed significantly to that particular um weapons list yeah. i had it written differently and i of course don't quite have the experience yeah. killing people. Even the so- person
2: I previewed it with, when you said one thing, we looked at each other and said, "Uh, he did that wrong. It should have been this." <laughs> oh really? I don't, remember, I don't remember what it was. Something to do with the gear. Mm. Oh, it could have um, been five, five, six. I said right. You you did that right. Read me that section about what they took with them.
1: Hold on, I got it. Oh my gosh, okay. it's long.
0: No, it's, well, it's not that bad. Not really. Where did
2: it go? A lot of people probably wouldn't have even thought of it, but sorry, we both did eight FN scar
0: rifles with a plethora of extended clips and over 5,000 rounds oh, of five, yeah. five
2: magazines, not clips, magazines. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Well, that's
0: your fault because I read it to you at Russ's and you didn't say anything about clips. I was distracted? probably. Distracted by your onion rings on top of How your meatloaf oh, sandwich. It was, it was so good. It's so, so Dutch. Cheese oh. food.
1: Russ's is so good.
0: It was it's, all right. You always know it's going to be like Dutch and Ugh. basic, but they're going to do what they do, and it's going to be cheap.
2: But it hit so hard. So hit bottom low, like it? a rock. Oh. <laughs> About halfway to Traverse City, I was like, something ain't right <laughs> in another region's kids. It's all the grease.
1: It's the grease.
2: Well, I got a meatloaf sandwich. Ooh. Hot meatloaf. Yeah, that hits Yum. hard. It's
0: good and it had um, both meatloaf sauce, you know, that kind of ketchup and the sauce and brown gravy. Nice. And there was but some onion rings on top. <laughs>
2: onion ring, I know it. What was before I thinking? A
1: drive. That's like before you're gonna go sit on the couch for a day and a half. Watching
2: the football. crisp <laughs> onion rings on top are phenomenal. Mm. Anywho, <laughs> Mike Anywho. Clark.
0: Yeah, Mike. we it was Mike Clark, so we had a bunch of uh weaponry the he's loading the is van stacked yeah
1: goes into so. some
0: deep thoughts he has some reverie about some things did you find it i felt i felt like maybe carrie might find this disturbing
1: it was
3: some of it <laughs> I didn't really think really so. was
2: i mean how else do you paint that picture of the person that he is i guess he's, he's a broken individual
1: he is broken um it was sad to hear him describe like Any target is being the same,
2: faceless, yeah, military
1: targets in was it Uzbek Uzbekistan? Is that where you? Yeah, he had -hmm. been comparing that those targets to the youth at this upcoming festival, this church festival. I was like, wow, that's tough. He's to be fair, a
2: seven year old, whether he's being used as a shield or not, would shake you a little bit. I mean, that's something. The The
1: little boy. In the story, yeah, that's. But I
2: wasn't sure if it ever verified whether he killed him or not. He He said said he wasn't sure. He he said he didn't
0: think he had.
1: Yeah,
2: but you could Uh, never be sure. If you say I don't think I did, then you probably did.
0: (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you um, if this if this thing that that Mike had go through his mind. If you think it's right or wrong, both you and Carrie. I'm curious. He said, having lived through the horrific experience in all its colorful, frightening detail. He resolved to never live through it again. Civilians didn't understand that. The the bespectacled, that's a good word, folks. The bespectacled psychologist had convinced the masses the key to healing lay in nonstop talking and remembering, rehashing an experience over and over and over from a hundred different angles. But soldiers knew better. The horrors of war were best left undisturbed
2: and unexplored. What do you think of that? You want me to chime in first, Carrie? Or you may you chime in first. Yes and no. Um, that's the easiest way to, I'm going to do the air quotes, quote unquote, handle it, is to stuff it down because it goes away and you move on and you move on to the next thing. But the rub is that it doesn't go away and it's down there just festering and laying there. And Right. Um,
0: but does it ever go away? Does it go away if you talk about it? Go
2: to therapy and everything else? Well, um, the way you describe it is kind of, um I don't know, talk about it endlessly. It's from one end of the spectrum to the other. <laughs> There's an in-between, I think, where you can be with like-minded individuals. See, I would have a hard time probably talking to some professional that's never dealt with anything like that, because what they know they got this education, but what do they really know? They might be hmm. helpful, yes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's something wrong with talking to somebody, but I think your best medicine is talking with other people that have gone through the same thing, like-minded individuals. And at some point admitting you're human and you have feelings and you're not just a robot that wants to go on to the next thing. If you don't, it's always under the surface there and it will rear its ugly head, I think. But mm-hmm. whatever. So, Harry, bring I, the joy and laughter.
1: Okay, so well, there's not much joy, not much joy and laughter with you know what what these guys go through. Um, but I'm going to say that it's somewhere in between. I think stuffing it down, yeah, again, temporarily, it seems like a great plan, but long term, it's not good. It's um, it's unhealthy. It it it, it will it re- it'll rear its head later in some way or another. But I think that talking about it over and over and over again is not the solution.
0: Well, do you think um, that, that therapy is generally good?
1: I would say generally, yes. And, you know, well, you brought up an, an interesting point about a therapist. Can a therapist who hasn't been through it be helpful? A therapist might not know. They can. Yeah, they can be helpful, I think, because they know about trauma. They know about you know the way the human mind works. Well, they've learned about
2: it in a classroom. They yeah. might not know about it.
1: But. Well, I mean, but an experienced therapist has, you know, talked with people about different challenges that they face. But, um, but there are right. there are military counselors, and it's becoming more and more prevalent, which I think is good. We, yeah. we need them. I but. hope so.
0: There's a an epidemic of veteran suicide.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough, and I don't know how that other generation. You know, I don't know how the the World War II. Guys made it. My they stuffed grandpa stuffed
0: it and went to work they on did. the farm. They, they stuffed they
2: were it, but tough. Then they, they were busy. Were like, I mean,
1: okay, they, they seemed were tougher. Okay. They a were. lot of them
2: weren't, but but more. Well, They're busy as to be. hell,
0: just getting by. You know, coming off that World yeah. War II and the Depression and everything,
2: like it took all
0: you had. Like it, you were, it was an all day ordeal uh, just to get through.
2: I may be wrong, but I feel like the stuff they dealt with was worse in a way the stuff they deal with today, like up close and personal.
3: Yeah, yeah. True. I think
2: they were just bigger and badder and tougher people. Every generation gets a little softer.
1: Yeah. And I mean, fear, I think fear affects our age, you know, differently than it did then. Right. I don't think they knew enough to be afraid now, like, we're
2: I afraid could, of everything. I could talk to some guy who has went to school and talked to a lot of people about how to build a boat, but he's never built a freaking boat. Mm hmm there's a difference I mean I know they can be helpful the psychiatrists and stuff they can be yeah. helpful absolutely and there's about, some benefit to it but if, when they what if,
0: what if their argument was well you're right I've never uh, I could shoot
2: myself with a gun to tell it works too. I, I've, ne- I've never I've yeah. never killed a person but what
0: what I have done as a therapist is I have learned and in my own life I've worked through things. So I know how to help you work through things. It's not that I know the things you've been
2: through; it's yes. that I know how to help you work through them. Exactly. Yeah, and they do; they know how to deal with things, and they know how to help people work through their steps of.
0: I, I'm just saying that's probably gotta what grief, say.
2: right? It's got to be grief or
1: absolutely
2: post-traumatic stress. But yeah,
1: but yeah, so I just think thought Mike
0: it was... was wrong.
2: <laughs> well, Mike's broken. Yeah, we already established up. that he's a jacked up individual.
0: Man, that was rough, and it was was talking about how when the time came and he was in the thick of the carnage, you would see the faces. Did you think that was true? What do you think? I don't
2: know if that's true or not. He made some
0: comment about...
2: I think it's afterwards that you see In a
0: firefight, time both slows down and speeds up at the same time.
2: That is true. Yeah. I feel like you don't... Maybe you do. I don't know. It's hard to say. Could be both. Afterwards, your mind fills things in for you mm-hmm. that maybe you didn't even really see, but it fills in the blanks for you. Yeah, and you will might see things afterwards and have it play over in your mind, and like when you're going to sleep or waking up for quite a period of time. But
0: what you, you guys make of the crow? Anything?
2: Well, crow is often symbolic of death. Correct. I, I, don't
1: I don't know. know. I was going to say the crow crow wildly definitely. talented
0: author didn't look into it
1: <laughs> he just crows it crow. I, say, I
0: didn't really
2: know what it was
1: some people believe that uh crows and the number of crows you see, you know, all mean different things, whatever. but I um, just
2: think it was something that
1: mm-hmm.
2: his human mind just saw and he was like, yeah, you don't think it was a real crow. no oh, I okay, think it, yeah, was it was a, a real crow. crow, but he just looked at it and noticed it and thought about it for a second just yeah. to yeah. show that he's still cognitive i think crows are omens right historically
0: maybe is that true that, that i think crow- so. maybe yeah. i gotta start looking I into think, this stuff um,
1: <laughs> i think like american indians like native americans um will say that there's yeah. a lot yeah a lot of uh symbolism. omen is a good word mm-hmm. yes omen and symbolism that's a good way of putting it
0: yeah
3: mm.
2: yeah
0: all right so. Then we then we went on to Beth and Gray.
2: Mm, Beth and Gray re- really. really yes. more,
0: what I do had you to got, Google Will? it.
2: It says communications from the spiritual realm often symbolized by seeing a crow. They're associated with death or messengers from the other side. They're considered an intermediary between the afterworld and this current world.
1: There you go.
2: Ooh, a little ahead of his time, wasn't he? Should have waited. That was a wildly talented <laughs> author right there because I didn't even right? know any of that. <laughs>
1: I bet and you did. Seeing the
2: crow didn't do anything for me, but I liked the mostly dead elm that was dying from the inside out. Oh, yeah. That's Mike, right? Yeah. That's Mike. When you, when that got in there, I thought, man, what a symbol that is.
1: What and what did you say?
2: It was a most, it landed in the mostly dead elm tree that was oh. dying from the inside out.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you pointed that out. So
2: that symbol from the other side, that death, the intermediate landed on,
0: Landed on the bare Mike. branch of the elm It landed on
2: Mike, mostly dead elm that was dying from the inside out.
1: Wow, that sounds like him. that's
2: what death does when it lands on you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. That might have been a little much. That's no, fun. it's. Uh, I
1: think. <laughs> no, I good. think
0: that I think
2: we hit it. I, I like
0: the elm dying. I thought that after the fact too. After I read it, I, I when I wrote it, I think,
2: I think of the elm just. What is it? A, the em- elm ash bore is what you're thinking. Yeah, the ash, ash borer. but you put elm so. We had to go. I thought they
0: killed a bunch of elms too. I don't know. That there was another bug
2: that didn't. Wouldn't they call it the emerald elm boar instead of the (laughs) emerald ash boar then? I'm not sure.
0: (laughs) Well, then we go to Beth. I said Beth and Gray. Really, we got to probably say Beth and Ryan, I think, to be fair. To the scene. Oh,
2: we're moving on.
0: Well, we don't have to. You have something else you want to say about Mike?
1: This is why you were bummed out by this episode. You spent too much time Uh, thinking about Mike.
2: He was. (laughs) Loading his van, thinking about. Everything. Are you getting the
0: feeling that whatever happens, it's going to yeah. be
2: bad? <laughs> if Mike has his way, it is. I'm still hoping something happens to, yeah, inter- I know. Inter- interrupt it. I guess.
1: Did, um, and we're jumping ahead a little bit. Didn't you feel like the author gave us a little glimmer of hope in that in this episode in that way? We get to it later, but I guess.
2: To but- the people that are headed there. Robin Sandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what are they going to do? A reporter and a cop.
1: I don't know. They're amazing, you know, against seven well
2: armed mercenaries, <laughs> <laughs> armed to the teeth with flashbangs and mm-hmm. FN Scar assault rifles, mm. five five six <laughs> rounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of carnage. Um, Getting crazy
1: with the ammo. Are you gonna- <laughs> so?
2: We go to the UP Ryan. Yes, they have some drinks and toast after they get moved from the house, right? Oh yeah, they toasted yes. to his
0: aunt. They like toast. They like drinking and toasting. All of they, them. they do. work together pretty Who well. Who doesn't?
1: You know, I know it's great.
2: Yeah, very cheerful. Yeah. Toasted to his aunt for having the house. They toasted the uh, Ryan.
1: Yeah,
2: or Trooper Nian, whichever one. It wasn't mm-hmm. that about it? I liked what I liked about that was the description of how she was when she went to bed, warm, and. What did it say? She woke up
0: in the morning glad to be in a comfortable bed surrounded by a nicely appointed bedroom. Is that what you're talking about?
2: No, when she went to bed after having a few drinks, she was warm oh, and oh, something. Oh, oh. I like had, that descriptor.
0: She had a by, by the time Beth settled into her new bed and bedroom for the night, she had a nice warm buzz going. Warm. And buzz. when she faded off to sleep, she was happy. And she realized how improbable all of that would have seemed just a few weeks earlier when she watched Donald Trump's plane get blown out of the sky and almost died herself. When the helicopter had crashed only 20 yards away from her yeah
2: yeah and i also like sorry carrie the little um look into when ryan asked her if she wanted to do lunch and get out or whatever the little thing gray was thinking about like <laughs> that was the first time i think i heard the word handsy but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um uh, he was thinking about if she's 24 or 26 whatever she is 26 maybe yeah and he's like, eh, it's probably good for. Her, but have they not been going through this? He wouldn't have been as okay with it.
0: Well, and I like the line. And if Gray had any opinions about the lunch date, he didn't express them because
2: <laughs> yeah. that's just she's too well, old to even do that, really. Right.
0: And you know, you're better off way, way better off not expressing those opinions.
2: Yeah. All that does is too, push him he, towards the fire.
1: Doesn't he say? Uh, do, doesn't doesn't uh, uh, doesn't Todd say? That he would not approve of this if it were anyone else. No, that Gray.
2: He's... Gray. You said yeah. Todd.
1: Sorry, Todd. Wrote...
2: Who's this? Man, Todd I wrote character? it, dude.
1: Todd wrote it. What Todd's I mean is... world,
3: man. Yeah.
2: He in said Todd's there was world. not a better guy he could have pictured her with at that point in time in the situation. Yeah. Is that what you yeah. mean? Yes. That's true. But then I thought he is a police officer and a state trooper, so he's probably a little sketchy. See,
1: I wouldn't think. I w- I wouldn't even have known. Wouldn't even have known that we learned so much on this show.
2: No, I think, I think it's fine. Um,
3: So very small, stupid
2: part, but I like that gray was in and out of the house all day working on things like maybe a plan. She's, she's surmising in her mind, what he's really doing. Right. She calls it fugitive stuff and soldier things, but like escape routes and stuff. He's probably just getting a lay of things and looking to see what's at their disposal. Maybe thinking about putting up some cameras somewhere on the perimeters or something,
3: but
2: she's just trying to guess what he's doing. And and I do like the fact that he's doing it and handling things. It's his job after all.
1: Yeah. So wait, so did you like or dislike their little, like their cute little flirtatious talk about location, about the Caribbean versus the UP, for example?
3: Mm-hmm
2: um <laughs> were you asking me
3: yeah because well, you were kind of complaining. that was fine i
2: mean there's a heart fine. three
0: sizes too small
3: <laughs> it was
2: fine <laughs> the the banter and everything was fine i could see it happening and obviously you knew where it was going before this and even their conversation you guess what they're going to say next of all that banter they had i really liked her explanation of why she asked him if he was married get right to the point because she doesn't know when her last moment's going to be. I mean, right. she doesn't have time to dance around topics anymore. She just gets right to it. Yeah, All no the, time
1: for small talk anymore.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it was cute little flirtatious banter, but
1: I thought it was
3: cute.
2: Whatever. Nothing, not as good as what I would have done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, like yeah.
2: I like
0: this little sequence. Trooper Nihon hadn't gotten handsy yet, though Beth would be disappointed if at some point later in the afternoon, Trooper Ryan's hands hadn't made something of an effort in that direction. She smiled at the thought. Then Ryan asked her what she was thinking about, and she made up an excuse that was nowhere near the truth. I was just thinking how crazy it is to pick the U.P. to spend the winter in, she (laughs) figured.
2: But I like the fact that that she gave him that little excuse. But yet that excuse was actually true. Not what she was thinking, but true enough for the situation. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't mind that part at all because she nothing at all
0: like what she's thinking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, she can't say what she's thinking. Yeah, that was adorable.
0: Mm. All right. Next episode. We thought the kiss was good, Carrie, or no?
1: I loved the kiss. Actually, I love how it I, I love how you wrote it, actually, because um because okay. he like leaned in, there was this kind of cheesy line, but it was cute, you know. She's like right. you? he's he said he was desperately trying to take advantage of her and then yeah, leaned in the farther. Cheesy. And then the next thing you know, like they were just kissing, like before she realized yeah. it. I he thought, said
2: before cool. you
0: before they realized it, they were. It happened yeah. almost without her realizing it, but she caught yeah. up
3: quick.
1: Yeah, which I thought was cute because um he leans it, you know, he's leaning in and she's thinking. And I, I think it's really hard. I mean, I'm sorry, all that's been written. I think it's hard to write a scene like that. Because, you know, what you're gonna describe the going in, who leans this and who does this with their lips. It's like, nah,
2: it's just you have to leave it to the imagination. Deluded. Just get the basics I out know. there.
1: So I like that before she even knew it, they were just kissing. And then then you kind of in her mind, I thought it was well written it's probably
2: a good way to do that uh, Mm -hmm. to get into it, you know, to kind of leave some to the imagination. I think I just have a hard time with Todd's voice doing it. (laughs) You know, I'm like, (laughs) that's Todd talking about that. So weird. uh, Todd has a
1: great voice. And so I, um, I just, I just enjoy it. um, When I'm listening to a story and I, I don't really think about Todd when I'm listening to it anymore. You know what I mean?
0: Who knows what he's doing right now? That's the size <laughs> of Todd's head when you say anything about him. I know he's saying because I'm
1: complimenting you. No, you. Have when a great he complimented voice. him, he
0: went. He, I appreciate His face went like this because I never, I never feel like. In fact, I don't know what I was listening on today, but there were these. I my Apple AirPods mm-hmm. took a crap on me, and I got these crappy little ear things, and. I thought I sounded, I thought the whole episode sounded horrible and I thought I, I didn't think that when I recorded it, I didn't think it when I edited it, but when I had it's those crappy sense. little things and I thought, oh my
2: gosh, this is horrid. I oh, listened wow. it, to it through my truck speakers at 85 and it sounded good. Um, I like, so your like, listening like, device
1: makes it makes a difference.
2: This <laughs> line I thought was good. Oh boy. She
0: reached for his, I thought Carrie would like this. She reached for his broad shoulders.
2: Oh, the shoulders! You
0: said that she about had three times. So much about, and she pulled him that. into <laughs> her. And for a time, they both got handsy while the lake watched new love grow and blossom from the safety
2: of the shore.
1: Yeah, that was that, cute That's too. a good
2: line about it the lake. A
1: good line. About. New love is blossoming from the safety of the shore,
2: but new love is not safe. It's kind of ironic. It was both sides of the coin there. New right, love is dangerous.
1: Right, but it, the it lake kept its distance. The lake, yeah, the lake was safe, is what he's saying. Like, oh, the I
2: safety didn't catch that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was very cute.
0: Listen, That's Will. Weird. For a time, they both got handsy <laughs> while the lake watched new love grow and
2: blossom from the safety of the shore. I see that now. I didn't get that either time, even the wow. third time when you read it. <laughs>
1: That's because we're happy hour. (laughs) That's
2: that's the closest I get to poetry.
1: It was good. No, really, it was good. And the shoulders, yeah, yeah, I did not object to the. I'm glad you liked it,
0: Carrie. They kissed. I thought that was for me. Thank. I feel like that was a good like. After everything they went through last season, I felt like this season you just felt good like they got a little bit of a break and you know what i mean
1: yes a break from the fight or flight and just like being in the moment and having the butterflies and all that yeah
0: and where they're at they're not like i mean it's 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 bookended by missiles raining down in this horrible horrible (laughs) red state massacre that's coming up neither one of which though have anything to do with beth or gray
2: so it's that we think is coming up it might be averted yeah Mm-hmm. not well, trying to give anything away but no
1: i'm so excited at the possibility so, so then um, the next
2: one was just eli and max cute. oh we're done with that good okay
1: <laughs> <to> move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. actually wait much how does it end was that it it ends oh with yeah them that kissing. was just, in, just them kissing which was also i liked because
2: so they both got handsy them. so they're just petting each other a little bit and- <laughs> Well, you know was she rubbing me. his broad oh, shoulders or she she was. Like... Uh, he he grabbed a little turd cutter with one hand or
1: <laughs> you know what it wrecks it if you call it a turd cutter does it yes
2: <laughs> does it
1: not sexy at all,
2: <laughs> at at all. all. <laughs> okay
1: it has the word turd in it
2: <laughs> that's true um uh, per- per-
1: there you go
0: I feel like uh yeah Anybody okay. who's ever made out knows what it means to get handsy,
2: right? So they go and drop off the guy from uh what news channel? Saks. Saks News. Yes. Yeah, and Saks then Eli Saks. and not Jake, Eli and Max in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mag- Max and- tells him his concerns that he got from Jake.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh right, that they've been on the wrong barking up the wrong tree with the bird flu.
2: Yeah. It, it's weird though what the thing that stuck out to me in this Conversation of mm-hmm. the scene. Mm-hmm. It's weird. The Fox or the not sorry, the Sax News guy.
3: Edit. And
2: um, <laughs> yeah, the Sax news guy and his wife, they got them all situated and got them everything they needed. And all I could think was it's not gonna be what they're used to. It's not gonna be luxurious. <laughs> oh and
1: gosh, you're probably right. Yeah, but they're that,
2: not you know, like a cell or anything. They're not gonna I have mean. their own private little chef cooking all the stuff for them. To so them, it's gonna be like a cell. <laughs> when you're used to, like, living lavishly, mm-hmm. five-star restaurants, and, you know, it's just going to be... It's like they camping. Have a, they always have a driver. Do you think they're going to go camping? No. <laughs> That's my point. It's going to be
1: yeah, they're out more of their comfort goers. zone, and
2: they're going to feel like they're in a concentration camp. Really? Did, did you not think of that at all? That's I where my mind went cap. instantly. That's where I went. <laughs>
0: I picture the well, cabin being pretty nice, like small.
3: Yeah, nice it's for funny them, though. though.
2: <laughs> nice where you're used to living in a penthouse with <laughs> butlers and maid service and your private chef. And it's not the same.
0: They'll probably find they like it. They'll probably anyway. find they, that that may be a journey that Roger Aldsman and Mrs. Aldsman and her breasts go on.
2: Maybe we'll be lucky <laughs> and they'll is Roger right. right? Maybe he'll, he's old, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, how old is he? Is
0: he's 80, he's by- 85. Okay,
2: oh. <laughs> so we will. Uh, he's old, um, older, he's, old. he's barely getting <laughs> around. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
3: so,
0: uh
2: <laughs> We've gone awry. We had to edit this out. I'm so good at this. The train
0: has <laughs> gone off the tracks.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I need to refill this, but now I'm afraid I maybe I should. I need to, to refill course. too. You want to
0: break and refill? Yes. Sorry, guys. Things went awry for a minute. We're back. They went high. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Cheers.
0: We're ready to go here. We're ready. So my fellow co host.
1: Cheers. Insur- We're
0: almost at the end of Insurrection Season 2. Two,
1: Getting ready for Witness comes Season soon enough. 2. What, and what is it that we toast to again? To something death and de- Destruction. Death and Destruction. Oh.
0: oh, altering a- and abolishing. <laughs> mm. Altering both. All of those to Tessa. I like those two. Tessa in the shower. <laughs>
2: no, and jeans <laughs> and a t-shirt. Oh, to yeah.
1: Beth and Ryan.
2: Ryan show days.
1: His shoulders definitely.
2: So, shoulders. Max, the big okay. thing
0: about that scene to me yes.
2: was with Max and Eli
0: was that they they took everything, all their little mini bases everywhere to high alert. That was to me the big the 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 are like they're on the lookout for something, but they don't have any idea what they're looking.
2: That's important too. But they also got everything on the table so Eli could think about it and. Mm-hmm. I think this um university plan thing could be Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can
1: we mention that, please? You just skipped right
2: over that, he forgot about it. Well, university plan that, or something. That, like that'll that. come up probably next season. That'll definitely, get their no. attention. That'll get their attention.
0: Yeah, what did it didn't it I'm
2: definitely curious of, billion, about that?
0: Didn't they kind of give it away that, that they were basically
2: gonna take a billion or four
0: off their education. billion dollars out four, of
1: the $400 Four yeah. hundred billion?
0: They were gonna just zap from the education system a series of these universities endowments
3: just bang
1: (laughs) i mean it's that's about as much as we've given to the ukraine right i know uh,
2: you don't get much more liberal than large universities anyway
0: no so we'll we'll Uh, see if that i expect that to happen and i expect that to uh produce a lot of squeals (laughs) right (laughs) i don't think they'll like it
2: Mm -mm. um but they uh, didn't yeah. put everybody on high alert, uh, but he said everyone, I believe he indicated or I surmised all around the country. How many different places do they have? Well,
0: I mean, installation of, wise, a lot of different places they're launching missiles from and, and they would all be on the remote side, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So anywhere there's a large chunk of land with nobody around, they can't away from yeah. eyes.
0: Yeah. I think I picture that, that they've got quite a few all over the country. Think-
2: you could do the Everglades, we Rocky just Mountain have somewhere, Texas,
0: Ozark. All over the place. Yeah. Eastern so, Ohio, that's where they shot off the missiles from that Aiden saw.
2: Is there enough land All out right. in, like, the Adirondacks in Maine? Probably is. Probably. Certainly in Maine. Maine
0: is full of nothing but a lot of uninhabit- uninhabited land.
2: A lot right? of angry moose up there.
1: think there's anyone out in California? think, like, really... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: On the deep maybe down low in California,
2: in the desert, maybe.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But I think that would be integral to the if if you're gonna integral integral. I think uh, Carrie is my is our pronunciation.
2: I
1: don't know. I always say whiz. integral, but I feel like integral is making a comeback or something.
2: Did you notice I'll another thing that he pronounced that was kind of a little sketchy?
1: Oh yeah, we don't have to <laughs> talk about it. Is he fixing? It? Yeah, well, no, I, I fixed
2: said it. Fix it. No, he fixed it. Well oh, I you see did that one.
1: Oh, wait. The, the norm- normalcy?
2: No, I oh, feel like that the one pres- was right. Or
1: the prescient.
2: Prescient wasn't great. I, I don't think he mispronounced it. I what think you- when he read it, there was either an edit or it made it sound like the emphasis was on the wrong part. What? Exquisite. Oh. It oh. sounded strange when you said exquisite you did. I thought I said that I feel you like it was exquisite. just
1: emphasis. I feel like it, it was,
2: was the emphasis, right? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got a nice voice, but man, if you could only you could pronounce. you
1: know. You know, <laughs> can, you can we put just the right emphasis you. You our, on the
0: right syllable.
1: <laughs> can we just say <laughs> thank you and to our C8. 2.7 million listeners? Just say thank you for dealing with our silliness when we talk about
3: yeah. Word I, I think they like so, it.
1: So it looks like. It looks like Integral is correct.
2: Integral. Okay, we'll go with it. Integral.
1: No, Integral.
2: integral. Okay, we'll go with Integral. Then. Oh, okay. Right, sounds good. <laughs> all right. So they so put everybody on high alert. All their yeah. bases all over. Yeah. And yeah. that is all we need from that. Moving That's all on. we need from that. That
0: really is. Okay. If you ask me what my least favorite scene, probably it's that one, but I mean, you got to have it. It's.
2: I kind of like that one. I like them working but... through it and sh- bouncing ideas off each other. And then I like the way that uh, Eli is standing there quietly for that period of time and processing the stuff in his mind. And then he comes up with that idea about the university thing.
1: I, yeah, I like the foreshadowing of that.
2: I love Eli because he's so cognitive. And he's good. Savage. I mean, yeah. he'll do whatever he has to to accomplish the end in the name of good. I guess. And I'm he's not saying probably like, good.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's also, Eli, he's probably been planning all of this stuff for so long. He's like, yeah, let's roll it out. Everything mm-hmm. we had waiting. Let's go. So
2: yeah, I mean, fun. way back when um, he was on the jet with Trump and Kennedy. So then planning <laughs> all that out. He's, yeah, how about that? He goes way back into this thing.
1: Should you clue our 2.7 million listeners in on what you're referring to?
2: Oh yeah, the wildly talented author, um, provocateur, Mm. released a. a, It's almost like a bonus prequel episode, is what it is. Yeah, that's what I came out last week, right? Yeah, last bonus prequel episode, and it's uh, the premise is that um, RFK Jr. shows up and comes onto the Trump's jumbo jet emblazoned with trump across the fuselage emblazoned. always emblazoned yeah i like that, yeah. I like they that this, emblazoned they have this meeting <laughs> it's back and forth of uh trump basically telling rfk that he wants him to run with him and be his vice president yeah a lot of, lot of hurdles to overcome and then when it's all said and done the rest last ride of it's very fun and his, his avengers, avengers.
0: It was fun.
1: I loved it. It's very fun.
2: Um, It's skyrocketed. The number of hits on that is amazing. It's got a wild response on TikTok. Over 160,000,
0: right? 176,000, something like that right now, but it's on its way to over a million.
1: I love it. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah, Share it with your friends
0: it's fabulous. I, I, what it's led to is our everything is is people are discovering us. and when, when they when they yeah. discover the story they they've really started to kind of realize this is kind of a cool idea. it's different
2: yeah. maybe than a lot of what's out there.
1: yeah. it's is, part Which of is it. good.
2: how did we get off on that? was it the wildly talented team member that brought that up for the club? I'm not
0: Wild, <laughs> wildly talented co-host.
1: yeah. right. I was thinking wi- what and we-
0: wisdom, joy, and laughter okay. raise the roof.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to figure out what we're called, like what we are called as co-hosts. And I was thinking we're, we're like inhabitants, you know, this is Todd's mm, world. And we're like inhabitants we? of Todd's <laughs> Well, uh, you know, for a time.
0: Prin- you guys are some principalities in high places. In there Todd's you go. Oh, I like
1: that better.
2: Chicanery and tomfoolery.
1: <laughs> Jackassery at its best. yeah
2: um how did we? where were we when i got to that side? So i took it in there so quickly and threw it down on the table and said bam
3: that's what next, said. i forgot
2: how i even got there
0: do you want to go to the next section which is rob and sandy
1: rob and sandy
2: oh yeah i went there with eli and yeah okay gotcha rob and sandy bannis boom what'd you yes. think um
1: i'm psyched
2: fine
3: <laughs>
2: you're not
1: you're not psyched
2: uh yeah sure i i liked the mile marker signs going by in succession mm-hmm. that was a great little descriptor the green and white that's what they are i've yep. hit a couple of those in my day you <laughs> hit a
1: couple yeah
2: that happens sometimes <laughs> yes. no big deal pull up the side road, pump, pump, pump. no big deal <laughs> um i liked it because it explains it explains how they got there because I believe the last episode, they decided she wanted to go, right?
0: No, she hadn't told him yet, last episode. Aww. This was, she was making some calls. So, the, no, this was kind of out of the blue, I think. A I bit.
2: feel like it took quite an explanation to get there. This I You had to work the section. wolf in there, though. You had to work the wolf into there. What you do you know mean? You know what this
1: section remind me? Are you, title, I'm sorry. You finish name. talking about the wolf, and then I'll go. Go ahead. On. I'm not. So I'm sorry. done,
2: Carrie. It's all you.
1: This section, let's just treat this. Sandy and Rob Bannis things separately. This reminded me of like a Tarantino kind of segment because oh. it was just, it was all over the place and you and you learned how they got where they were later. You know, I like how he worked in how this wouldn't have happened if so-and-so hadn't answered the phone at the church when yep. she called, that kind of thing. That whole, Went like, back out in of, time. I loved it. I thought that was really cool. And I've watched a whole bunch of Tarantino in the last week and it just kind of reminded me. <laughs> Are you a big
0: Tarantino fan? I am. Yeah, uh, what's I, your I favorite don't... Tarantino movie?
1: Kill Bill one and two.
0: Okay,
2: these and
1: I, I just watched it. I with
2: could my not make it through time. half of the first one, it was the worst show I've ever seen. What it's... was the first one? Pulp Fiction, so good. No, Kill or Bill Reservoir 1.
0: Dogs, Kill Bill one.
1: Oh, the Kill Bill. I like
2: 1. Reservoir Dogs.
1: Yep,
0: Pulp, Pulp Fiction was Tarantino,
2: right? Yep, was. Um the Hateful Eight Tarantino? No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm.
0: It had a Tarantino was feel that? to it. it I did. don't know who it was. That was the one with Wyatt with not Wyatt or Kurt Russell.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daisy Domergoo. Yeah. The the uh, gang. Yeah. 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 Django. That, that...
1: Have you seen Django?
2: Django,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, Django's good, yeah.
0: <laughs> the but Kill Bill.
1: But you the know Nazi I mean? one. Oh.
2: With Brad Pitt? Yeah, glorious Bastards. Yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. That is, that, is, a is that Tarantino?
0: That's Tarantino. I'm I'm good Carlos at
2: killing Nazis. I
1: actually
0: killing
2: have not Nazis seen that whole
1: one. Well, I haven't seen the whole one.
2: But you I like actually, Kill Bill. Do
0: you like are you a bigger Uma Thurman fan? Yes. Uma Thurman fan.
1: Uma Thurman, yes. How could you not be?
2: He didn't yeah. do yeah. Sling Blade, did he? No, I
0: don't think so. Okay. That was a good movie, though.
2: Yeah.
3: Is it? And so good?
2: Tarantino, Yeah, a lot of Steve Buscemi in his movies, right?
3: Mm. He
0: didn't do Fargo. You're, think, you're, you're thinking of the Cohen brothers, I think, with Fargo and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no. oh,
2: you're not? No, he's been in quite a few, hasn't he? And he puts himself know. in ones.
1: Yeah, he usually he does makes put an himself appearance.
2: In there, yeah. The Kill Bill ones I could not watch. Maybe I missed something on the front end.
1: Yep, we we need because, to. We'll watch that when we're all together. Yeah. We'll watch Kill Bill.
2: Not
0: so you thought likes. it's. I think it's a it's a compliment that you felt like this had a Tarantino feel. I think. I mean, I'm, Tarantino I mean is it. a I'm a bit of a genius a in some ways.
2: I want some credit here too.
1: Please take um, some. What you need? What you got?
2: The fact that when you said Tarantino, I didn't go <laughs> and laugh. I was you know, like, because Tarantino is a. Oh my gosh! I don't like his political slant whatsoever.
1: I don't even know it.
2: But you cannot—he's so liberal. It's not, no, not is me. he? But you, yeah, but you cannot. Hit the movies he puts out are incredible. A lot of them are, yeah. He's yeah. got to be on drugs, right? Shrooms. He's,
1: he's really—he's look he's at just how incredible something.
0: Insurrection of Witnesses, and I'm not on drugs. Aren't well, you? Not anything that's yeah. illegal. Microdosing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> toast to altering and abolishing in no, michigan but, but do you know what yeah. i mean you know what i'm talking about now with yeah the how scene? it goes back
2: in time and and yeah you, it's not always in order but it goes back and you get bits and pieces to build it and then you're all like oh that's how we got there
1: yeah but also but it, it jumps around a little bit but it does so in a fluid way and yeah. it just it makes like, sense and i like it and it's not some, obvious it's really sometimes
2: good. in his movies you start out into the scene mm-hmm A lot of times it's at the beginning and you don't know how you got there. And you're like, (laughs) and, but it all comes together after the fact. And it was kind of like that when it's like going back and she's going back in time, thinking about it. So it was interesting, but I feel like.
0: I want to give Will a little bit of credit here because I love that. I love it. There was a, a line I wrote and I thought that just sounds like Will to me. And it was when Sandy said, you're right, Sandy said to Rob, coming back to the present. Rob glanced over at the beautiful young reporter who had lost, who's, had been lost in her own thoughts for the last eight miles. I'm sure that's true,
2: but what am I right about this time? <laughs> I, say, I think that was my favorite line of the whole scene.
0: I, 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 I didn't so necessarily put... write it thinking of Will, but once I wrote it, I thought... I've said
2: that, that before. I'm Will. sure I'm right. I mean, like, that is shocker, so... I'm right? Yeah,
1: that is so well. Thank you for pointing that out. That's yeah. beautiful.
2: So basically, yeah. I I just thought I questioned, because I always have to throw a little negativity in here to keep it real, folks. Um, I feel like uh, thank you, thank you for her, the negativity. Her, <laughs> not negativity, but the my reality check. processes be reality that I go processes processes that I go through.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was quite a jump for her to get to start calling around to Harvest Fest places, but I guess. It's the same thing that Mike did. He went through this thought process and thought, "Young teenage yeah. heartland conservative, yeah, different, right?" So she might be you're a little right. bit touched too.
3: Same <laughs> thing.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: well, and she's she's a journalist, so and she
2: did date a cop. So and journalists do some crazy stuff. I mean, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it
1: is it is the regular practice of her brain to piece together.
2: Analyze piece. everything, yep. building a puzzle all the time.
1: Building a puzzle, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Unfortunately, in the sick scenario, it makes sense. So
2: They go through yeah. the whole thing of how she's talking to the lady. And I felt like Ugh. that secretary must have been pretty perceptive. Or mm. was it the Holy Spirit?
1: Both. <laughs> boom, boom, or, boom, boom, yeah, boom. not mutually excuse, exclusive.
2: I love some of the descriptors, though. When you had her talking about it and she said... Something about the Holy Spirit being there. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, it made when my heart. She was leap talking a about bit. what
1: it's like, like the message yeah, there and how I special loved it is. It. I
2: love that description. I was like, "Oh, Todd hates it." I it took no. Me I do love it. Let, why Let you me say tell that? you what. When I tell
0: you about <laughs> nine, the finale, there are some scenes hey, hey, in there hey, no, no, that are no,
2: just... no, 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 no. Edit, go, previews, edit
0: previews. <laughs> they're beyond the pale when it comes to mixing some things up that you. Do well, just... you think the
2: Holy Spirit left for that scene? I don't think so, Tim. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: oh no, I, 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 yeah, because that's the way that genuine Christians who were—I mean, they—they're doing this big thing. It's something that's really important yeah, to them. Absolutely, that's how she would think. Exactly,
2: and I loved it. Right? And I thought that and you good you, for her that she thinks that way I think. you encapsulated that right there you took her and that's what made her believable is when that was in there about the way she said that. Yeah. I thought I can believe that was really a person involved in that would say that mm-hmm. um uh sorry I'm on a roll other than that <laughs> um the other line that I absolutely loved like the fourth time that he'd talked to her about it. And she referred to him as detective Bannis, Cause he couldn't quit going over it in his mind and asking her questions <laughs> straight at the bottom of it. Such a cop thing. You know, they're not going <laughs> to just going to, he's going along because he's going with a chick that he probably still has a little something for her. there's, I think that's kind of pretty clear throughout their stuff that he still thinks she's a smoke show. And yes, he probably has some feelings for her, even though he's a playboy, I think a little bit cop, but throughout this whole process, he's still trying to. Okay, we're doing this. It's a little crazy. He's got to get that in his cognitive mind to make sense,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so he doesn't think we're absolutely crazy. When she says going through her reasoning for the fourth time with Detective Banus, exactly <laughs> that that line right there. It spells out. It shows that um, relationship between the two of how he he needs to know things because. He's used to building a case full of facts and he's doing something a little crazy only for her because she wants to go. So in his own mind, he's trying to make it. Well, she's gonna go, and he doesn't want her to go alone. Right. He's doing it for her.
0: Yeah.
2: And so he is still trying in his mind to figure out that it's okay for him to go because it's not that crazy. I think. He's cognitive and he wants facts and things built together. He's not one to just go off on wild airbrain schemes and he feels like they're on a wild goose chase.
1: But don't you so think he's still too, digging,
2: he's still digging.
1: He's digging, but don't you think also underneath it like he respects her and in in her yeah. occupation like
2: Respect wasn't the word I was thinking of, but yeah, he probably does.
1: It's like road trip, hotels, yeah, mm. baby, like he is likes that why you Sandy? <laughs> well, I just was thinking <laughs> that it also is a little just a little insight into him that he He thinks he respects that she's a smart woman and she knows what she's talking about most of the time, even though this sounds crazy. I think that's why he wants her to go over it again. Go over this again. How'd you come up with this?
2: That's probably why he wants her to go over it. But I think he loves her deep down. He's still got it for her.
3: And as much as
2: he is like the old crusty cop and he'll move on to the next girl that's younger, I think she's the one that stuck with him and he can't quite get past her. Mm -hmm. But he is not quite the place where he can admit it to himself. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah, one he wants of them? To be with her, which one of uh, them will be you tonight? He uh, wants to be with her. An and he'll aside, do anything aside, for her.
1: Will's talking love here. You have never talked about love between these two. So let's just put a pin in that. <laughs> I
2: didn't really <laughs> say love, did I? Did <laughs> you I really did. Her? Yes, you, you did. You did. Oh my god. But you did. I can bring it around to my specialty. So. As long as they don't kiss. Right. Well, that's gross. Or get handsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the way <laughs> How the, what made Rob me really think of that. And brought it out to me is the fact that he still won't quite throw it all out there. I mean, he won't say, Sandy, I've got to have you. I want to be with you. They had their thing and they moved on. I think he'd like to have it again, not just the physical. But I think she is more goal and professional oriented. And he knows that it's probably not going to happen. So he'll take what he can get. Maybe she's seen through him. Interesting.
1: Interesting.
2: You think she knows that he loves her? Maybe I think he does. does. I, I don't, don't care what we've the been author told thinks that he she loves her. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, oh, that's <laughs> I've already figured it been, out.
1: It hasn't even been hinted. I'm like I've wow. already figured
2: it out. <laughs> At the end it says, um, formerly yeah. involved romantic people, that little thing, their their hope lies in these two. Oh, all the teens. Oh, hold on, yeah. I'll get Give me that line. And that the right cavalry. Yeah.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah, I gotta find it. But the fact Oops.
2: that this guy's loading up and rolling that fire with a chick. Over a crazy idea to keep her safe, you don't do that with rob a girl. Back that might out be okay
0: at the endless highway rolling out in front of them, and were the cavalry riding in to save the day? He said, "A cop, a reporter, former lovers, mm. now the last best hope of the Harvest Youth Festival." Rob Bannis hope. sighed and shook his head. God, I hope you are wrong. <laughs> I mean,
3: do you see a
2: do you see a crusty <laughs> detective? Loading up with some reporter chick to keep her safe and ride what twelve 18 hours. hours. Why no. is
1: he crusty he, all of a sudden? Because I didn't think that <laughs> Rob Robis <laughs> well, was crusty in the he,
2: past. He hasn't Episode. washed in a while. <laughs> he's older, and he's a little long in the tooth for the job. He's getting close to retirement, you can tell. He's not a spring chicken.
1: Well, I've not he's been around considered a little him while crusty.
3: I think I use he's the term just I picture to make him older in his older
2: 40s. Older and harsh. That's getting close to retirement for most police officers. I think so. 50, early 50s, probably. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, many, any police officer that's been around at time gets a little Krusty. crusty and harsh around the edges. I don't mean crusty like gross and dirty. I mean crusty <laughs> like hard edges. Like, they get built up when you're
3: okay, working gotcha. on things.
2: Build up you... between the folds. Yeah. Oh, well, that'd be cheese if it's between <laughs> the folds. But, uh, Gross. And, and I, okay. I believe 100%. I don't know what the wildly talented author thinks, but I think this dude loves this reporter. He wouldn't go that far with her. I tend it. to agree with you in your analysis. Aww. Thank you.
1: Well, that's sweet.
2: And just for the record, we've never discussed this privately. Mm. It's true. All right. It's
1: very sweet. I, I like so how optimistic you are about those two.
2: We got to go a little further, though, because this is where the title oh. comes from. So take it, Carrie.
1: Well, wait. First, I want to say something about the cavalry, which now I know how to say. Cavalry,
2: not cavalry. You didn't know how to say
1: it. I said cavalry the first time.
2: Well, they're both great.
1: But yeah. yes, I know. But the cavalry, you used this twice. So I thought it was a cool tie in. Doesn't yeah, Mike think say something about yes, there will be no does. cavalry to save the day? And nice. then it's brought in here, which Good I thought catch, was cool. Carrie. I mm-hmm. thought that was nice. Yeah. So yes, um, the wolves. You're talking about the wolves.
3: Yeah,
2: how that description of how the oh, secretary yes, felt yes, about them. Yes. yes. Uh, the have you,
0: have you ever had, you ever had that, right that kind of feeling about a person, even just oh, on the phone, Gary? Of course. Absolutely. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh. Women,
0: especially, because they're more um
1: intuitive.
0: Yeah, intuitive.
1: You know what? Are they empathic? The whatever it is. We are absolutely intuitive. I'll more tell you than- what. One guy comes to mind. This is a guy I worked with professionally, not in my office, but he was like a client, client,
0: client.
1: And here's what I'm going to say. This is all <laughs> I'm going to say. His name was Gray. Boom. His That's name was crazy. Gray. But he's not good. He was not good.
0: He was not a good and gray. Just
1: always. Well, I'm glad this you shared creepy, that with us. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Something very subtle. Yeah. He was so so good.
2: Something but- just makes your spidey senses go off. Yes,
1: but not bad. Like sometimes you meet someone and you're just like, Ugh, like I just always have the the ick around this person. No, some this are one more it subtle. was more like, yeah, it was, he was very very charming, and you were always questioning yourself It made you question like, am I just imagining this? Imagining this? No, he's fine. He's fine. Oh my gosh, discovered he was yeah. such a snake.
0: Like, I know what you're talking about with Garth Brooks. Where like the, are the bodies? Like the you, first, you know, time, who Tom Segura is. No, he's got this ongoing thing with the comedian Tom Segura.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know the name. I don't know him. He's got this
0: ongoing name. thing. Where he's like come on garth where are the bodies like like garth is just like a serial, a serial killer, killer. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh my he gosh just... that's kind of funny and
0: so all the time whenever garth posts anything all these thompson girl fans are like where are the bodies garth
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah this guy might have some bodies it's possible anyway it all came out later so
2: but i thought the sector <laughs> is pretty uh perceptive to come up with this thing to say that he was like the wolf in grandma's clothes. By the mm-hmm. time the conversation, she was like, I'm not inviting you. You're creeping me out. Yeah. And not enough to tell anybody about it, except for Sandy.
1: Right. Well, and I like she how she's tell? talking to
2: her, building her case, like Sandy's spidey senses hit. And then they talk a yeah. little more. Oh, they hit again. <laughs> a little, yeah, little more like all that. over the place.
3: Like and that. finally,
2: by the end, she's like, we're going to the same place the wolf is. Rob's like, the
1: wolf. oh, the wolf. Yeah, so that was such a great title. She choice. says
2: it to him like he knows what was going on in her mind when she was thinking through this whole <laughs> she thing. She doesn't even explain We're it. We're going where the wolf is. <sighs> uh, yeah, that was cool. That was right after she told him he was right, and he was like, well, I'm sure I am, but what about this time?
0: <laughs> and Rob just hopes she's wrong.
1: Oh, no kidding. So
0: Because Rob thinks the same thing Will thinks, which is... What chance do we have against them? Right? Six or seven well
2: armed mercenaries.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Only if they're stopped before they get
2: get all the way down uh,
3: there. It's going to be. It was also
2: important. Dirt road, one way in, one way out. They're sitting there Mm -hmm. so far to a police department, so far to a hospital. Mm -hmm. There's no loading and going if you're going to not be there for 30 minutes. I mean, Your triage is totally different at that point. Anybody with a serious wound is, dude, they're dead.
3: Right. So
2: it was really actually pretty astute of her to pick that place because it's so far removed and remote.
3: You
1: know Hmm. what?
2: No, tell us. That
1: is what Rob loves deeply about her
2: her (laughs) intuitiveness. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. I guarantee if he's in love with her, he not only loves her physically, he loves her mind. Yep, because, you know, the mind, the mind, it it's nice. Honestly, it's nice to be with like an intelligent woman that can like. Put things together, carry things, figure things out. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you've got to just put her out back in her place, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> sometimes. we'll edit that out folks sometimes oh my gosh. Digest. Well. our 2.7 million fans aren't gonna like that one sometimes you just have to turn her over your knee
1: if our 2.7 fans <laughs> get us they will love that
2: <laughs> and honestly i don't know why you would Turn somebody over a knee for a negative thing, because to me that's a positive.
3: That's a positive. That's
2: a positive. He was
1: back to make a take your
2: shoes point. off. You're going over my knee. <laughs>
1: oh Lord, we have digressed. Can we get Tessa's right. jeans? Carrie's and very
2: uncomfortable, and her cheeks are getting red.
1: <laughs> oh shoot, that's uh, the margarita. <laughs> wait a minute.
0: We were just talking about golden Chase getting red.
3: Oh my gosh, uh, which. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ding ding
2: ding ding zing there not very often you're good at this, but that that was was a good one, buddy.
3: That was good.
2: Tessa and Aiden, Will's favorite scene of the entire uh show. And there's only one thing that makes me think that, but let you guys start and roll through it. I've talked to God.
1: I think you liked this scene. I feel like when when you were preparing this scene, I feel like (laughs) you mentioned to us not just the tessa's t-shirt and jeans but i feel like you mentioned the scene that you liked the scene where she's out with her son
0: i do i i I thought you liked her jeans well that's cute (laughs) that descriptor thing there's so oh my favorite line might be exactly a group of college boys seemed particularly <laughs> interested in the tessa-filled
2: jeans and t-shirt. I
0: just—that's a great line. Come on. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, but you also preface that. But it, it wasn't what she was wearing. It wasn't inappropriate. It was, it was the way tessa filled out the yeah. garner the looks. Yeah. Hello. Governor. I mean,
1: some women just have some women just have a thing, you know. Assets. They just They're called assets. The assets. But sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just a a magnetism, you know
0: i did feel like well there was so much in this scene i mean this whole conversation
2: there it was is. so much in this conversation i hope i can remember because there were so many times double meanings or where mm-hmm. one person's thinking this the other person's thinking this this one's right they're both thinking the same thing but in different ways yep like when she says my son is so mature for his age or whatever so deep yeah, he is because he's thinking circles around you right now about everything else going on, and he's worked you through it. And she thinks right? he's just being sweet and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. That that line right there, I loved it. Like, when she said that he was so smart and sensitive beyond his years or something to do with that. Yeah. Find that line. That means that she thinks he's by that way about what he said. That was so Really, he's good. that way about what he's thought before he even said that to work her. Oh, it's great.
1: Oh. Yeah, his ability to hide what he's really thinking in this scene is um, pretty sharp.
2: Very quick on his feet. And you know what else, though? Mm. While Todd's looking for it? Yeah. He is very perceptive. That Mm -hmm. might be the word she said, perceptive. Mm -hmm. Because he knows all about his mom and how she's going to walk out, and those guys are going to look at her, and she's going to feel good. And he wants that for his mom.
1: I know. I like that he doesn't think that's gross or anything. He's like, you go, Mom. he
2: might, but. Well, he didn't. He, he likes it to... for her because he knows it makes her feel good. Yeah. He knows she she's in a bad situation hit. with
1: yeah. the... She got her hit. ...burnout also rock
2: and roller classic rock guy. He's also
1: not out being slutty. So it's not like she's making him uncomfortable. You right. know what I mean? I think he yeah. just understands that she's a woman. But she's not out being... But like... she
2: thinks she's pretty slick. She shoots him a smile just long enough to get their attention. As she He should. sees that. <laughs> he sees those guys leering at his mother. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, And
0: she doesn't think she doesn't think so. Probably.
2: You're right. But like he knows like, everything that's going on. And she's he's way ahead of her. First off, she'd
0: had her dopamine hit for the afternoon. Now to get down to the business of being a mom.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I look good. They want me now. I feel good about myself Poor thing. She's in a bad spot.
1: I know. It's kind of tough. Do you think that matters to do you think that? I don't know. And the funny thing is she's to, like, thinking
2: agents in such a bad spot and he is, but he's probably better off than her because he actually knows where he is, and she's in a bad spot, and I don't think he even really realizes it. Does that does that make sense?
1: You yeah, don't think that Aiden she's in a bad spot
2: emotionally. It? She's down on herself. She's in a bad relationship. She yeah. likes she takes affirmation just from the way she looks, but yet he's in a bad spot with knowing what he knows and the stress and everything. But he, he's at least aware of his situation and is looking at it realistically. I think she she's looking for something else for comfort, and he's just dealing with reality.
0: It know. says but he would put on a good show, and Tessa would be impressed with his vulnerability and her own <laughs> perception and insight. She would feel good about being a good mom, and when they walked back to the car, the college guys would stare again, and his mother would enjoy it again. And she would feel good about how she looked again, and Aiden was glad. He didn't want his mom to feel bad about herself.
2: Right. And then there's one other thing I want you to find. The what part where it? where um he said something made her cry, and she thought he's perceptive beyond his years, or you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It's oh, when Slip he's later.
1: Before <laughs> right we jump that. to that, before yeah, we let's jump go, to that, Carrie. the line right after that is the one that kind of broke my heart. I feel like it's so realistic, but it kind of after broke what he my just heart. read? After what he just read.
2: What is
0: Tessa
1: it? leaned in closer and she said, you know, you can tell me anything.
0: Yeah. And, Aiden looked and at he believed her and believed her, even though he knew it wasn't true. And she believed they him. both knew it wasn't true, yeah. but both believed it anyway. But the fact that he believed it didn't change anything.
1: Yeah. I, that, that line just kind of broke my heart. Cause I just feel like that's how, you know, we, we've all, we've all parented teens and young adults and yeah. kind of in the, in the thick of it. And I feel like you get to that point where, I mean, that's what we want to do as good parents. We want to be like, you can tell me anything that we could talk about anything, but just right. how you describe that. I feel like is very realistic that. You know what? Like
0: everybody does. Everybody knows it's not true, but everybody believes it anyway. And it's yeah, just we believe this, it
1: anyway. It's the show we're doing
0: us, with each
2: other.
1: They're not going to tell us shit. Like you know, they're going right. to be going through stuff, and we're saying, "I'm here for you," and they know it, but they're not going to tell you anything.
2: That's life. And the best relationships, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: whether and I'm not saying guy girl, even guy guy, your best friends, your girl girl, mm-hmm. is when somebody actually tells you where they're at and what they're feeling. That's up hard spot to get to, to be that vulnerable with somebody. You have to trust them with everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I've never been well adept at sharing feelings.
3: That's hard. <laughs> with anyone.
2: It's, but. And it's
1: really hard for men. I think it's really hard for But men.
2: when you find somebody that you can do that with. Yeah. That's it. That's like your people. Yeah. Some people can throw their feelings out like it's nothing.
1: Well... Some if you people. can throw it out like it's nothing, then you know you probably need to just
2: those sons rain it in.
1: Rain. No,
0: I wow. mean if you can throw it
1: out to anyone, you're an oversharer, and you should rain it in.
2: <laughs> Maybe but so.
1: We can jump ahead to you. I just didn't. That miss was that a good line.
2: line. That was a good line. You let like the that author, author likes his own work. I did, parent, as I he like should. It's really no. Good. This is which you know, one were is... you talking about? The one Carrie brought up or the one you? Yeah, no, the one Carrie brought up.
1: <laughs> it's all good, but we're all like you know. We're we're all parents, so we get it. I just yeah. I like that. So you wanted to jump ahead to when
3: I the Todd to filled jeans and T-shirt
1: <laughs> insurrection <a laughs> sort of T-shirt.
2: I wanted the part where she thought that he was so perceptive because he made her like. Okay, hold on. Okay. Here's the thing about this scene that that started making me think: this little weasel, he's perceptive and he's working <laughs> her. But I knew he was.
1: Yeah.
2: Here I don't like to make his head swell. Todd throws out this Wait line. You know, when, when he let the tears squeak out, he didn't yeah. do it intentionally, but he did. But then he also was cognitive and thought, well, that's a nice good. touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though he's emotional enough that it came out. It was real and authentic. Yeah. But yet he thought, oh, this is going to work to my benefit. Tessa will so appreciate the he's tear. He's so quick shifted gears yeah. on that. He's so cognitive. This so is what after, you're talking about. After a little about. more. Yeah.
0: Tessa touched her son's face and wiped away the tear. He was so perceptive for a 15-year-old boy, so sensitive, even though he kept it hidden away most of the time. (laughs) But the fact that he was still enough of a mama's boy to cry in front of her melted her heart. Yep, Life had been hard, damn hard for Tessa as a teen mom. Good line right here. But she had sucked it up and made her way. And whatever the world might think of Tessa Wilkes, she had raised one hell of a boy. That's a great line, but keep going here. I can't imagine what it must be like trying to process all this as a teenager in high school. Tess said, I know you're scared. You probably feel like the world is falling down around you. Here's where he drops it. But don't worry, yeah. Aiden. I don't know what's going on with all these attacks, but I
2: expect the government will get it all under control fairly quickly. Oh, you got to skip this. He believed it. And there, she believed oh, that. I, do? And all that stuff. I
1: know what you're getting to.
2: So, it's the next to. line after that little thing about where she actually believed that. Cause he says, you're right, yeah. Mom. When he A- said you're right, Aiden Mom. smiled
0: at Tess now. Thanks, Mom. I know you're right. Maybe I just needed to hear it from you. <laughs> now the next line. That did it. Tessa got tears in her eyes. The perfect way to end the show. And the food was coming.
3: <laughs> his timing
0: her. was exquisite. You yeah, don't like exquisite. That <laughs> Tessa smiled back, and the waiter placed her food on the table, and Aiden kept his secret close. He, he would not end her. up in some super secret spook facility like 11. Yeah. And he took a bite of his cheeseburger and it was so good. Yeah. And he forgot about missile launches and stranger things and the end of the world for a while.
2: It it's almost sad that he worked her that whole entire time even though he got emotional he even used that to his benefit. This we didn't is, hear
1: the line, the line you're so, looking for. I know where it right is. It's
2: after that. He's so oh, far say it his Carrie, if you have it, I don't he know says, what.
1: I don't have it, but he says you're right. Like, Mom, I probably just needed to hear it from you.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's the one. I needed to yeah. hear it from Where you. That? Yep. It he might worked, have been right he before worked that. I read, read that. So
1: hard. I read oh, I that. I missed it. I missed it. He might it.
2: not have done it with the right emphasis.
0: <laughs> Aiden smiled at Tess now. Thanks, Mom. I know you're right. Maybe I just needed to hear it from you.
3: That's that, it.
0: That did it. Tessa got tears in her eyes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad, but it's funny at the same time. He's working her the whole time. <laughs> yes. And I know you had to put the references to Eleven and all that because you love that. I do love
0: Stranger Things. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: It was a it good was connection good, too.
2: But man, we got to get going. We're not even near the end yet. We got one more scene to go. Oh, what do you mean we're
0: not near the end? The t- the last scene is small. It's hardly anything.
1: Yeah. True. Was That's it?
0: We're basically at the end. <laughs> but
2: I didn't think that that was my favorite scene right there with him and his mom.
1: Yeah. I thought there
0: was so much in this scene. Like Carrie pointed out where they, they both knew it wasn't true, but both believed it. there's just, there's so much between that went on between Aiden and Tessa. That is just, it's so classic parent child.
2: You know what I mean? The child always trying to work an angle, the parent thinking they know their kid trying to find out, trying to do good. Yeah. the Kids still trying to outmaneuver them. I love that scene, and I. What do you think, Carrie?
1: It's a great. It is a great scene. I felt like it was, it was incredibly realistic. It was I, definitely insight into the parent-child difficult <laughs> conversation. But you know what? But it wasn't yeah. like a hey, let's have a serious talk. You know, she's trying her best just to hey, what's mm-hmm. going on with you? Are you all she's right?
2: She's doing her best. She's, she's being a all. good parent right then. She's being a good mom.
1: But you know what was really fun about it? All of us—we're all parents—and we only know what it's like to be on one side of that conversation. So I think yeah. what was especially enjoyable is that we're watching this from both of their—you know—we know what's what's going on with Tessa. We know what's going on with Aiden, and it's like he's working her. She's all touched, and he's like, "Yes, you know."
3: <laughs> but yeah.
1: but it's not but it's not uh, malicious. Like no, he cares about her. He's just trying to protect himself. Make sure that he's appeasing her. You know what I mean? It's really.
0: I really like the line that, that I don't know why, but when it said Aiden looked down at his mom's hand, her nails were done, and Testa's hand was pretty, Aiden thought. Like, I don't know. There was something about that that I just thought that's kind of cool, I could like to notice your mom's hand and Aww. you know what I mean? Little things that you don't.
1: It is sweet.
3: Aiden's well,
1: sweet. I don't well, know if he's sweeter than most. Is he sweeter than most? Would you guys like look at your mom that Aiden? way? Aiden.
2: Well, I think he's getting to the age where he's a little older. His mom's in a single mind, even though she's been with his knucklehead. What's his name? Jamie. Uh, yeah. Jamie. He still has an element of like his mom's worried about the way Jamie treats Aiden. Aiden's worried about the way Jamie treats mom. Right. And that's true. He's getting to the age where he's starting to want to fill that role of protector of his mother. It's totally not the way it should be. But in those single parent things, a mom and a male child that you can't help, but get there that right. About your That's mother. a good point. I hadn't thought about it's, that. It's really, um, it's awkward and not the way it should be, but you can't help, but to get it there, they just, it naturally takes place because men are, well, any man worth of salt, Wants to be a protector of like his mother or the females in his life. Yeah.
0: Th- you get that from your boys, Carrie. You get a little of the protector vibe. Um I-, I was that way probably with my mom, I think.
3: Yeah.
2: Are they I perceptive think- enough if you were out with the boys or one of them and some guy was leering at you a little bit and giving you the business, that they would be like, Mom, that guy's checking out, let's go over here, you know?
1: Yeah, I think they would. I think they would. I think They're, it's just um, built
2: into the male. I think so. Psyche.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, I've been protected by them differently over the last year. You know, really, yeah. but, they, but more like caretaking. Oh you yeah. know?
2: Well, yeah, Very, well, yeah. Protection through, could take a lot
0: of forms. I mean, it's not.
1: Yeah, and they were. And you know what? that. Mm-hmm.
0: Hopefully, you you're it. not in places where they feel like yeah. they need to,
1: like, yeah, exactly.
2: get their knives out. <laughs> you love it when they do that, Carrie. I could tell by the what your face when you said that. When they care about you and want to take care of you. Oh, yeah. You, it just they makes were, when
1: when yeah. there's when they're sweet. Oh yeah. It's the Tessa's reaction. That's that's what it was also so realistic is her reaction. Yes. Cause when you're like so, so I'm really close with my daughter. Like we're just we're buds, you know, we we laugh, we cry at the same stuff. Like we're just we have so much <laughs> fun, we we get each other like friends. We're like to back.
3: the
0: same people.
1: it's like we are in, in a lot of ways. I actually want to be her when I grow up. So <laughs> But, but, um, you know, boys, they're just, they're, they're different. They don't, um, they don't express themselves as openly. And so, yeah, when they're thoughtful, when they're protective, when they're considerate all that, oh my gosh, like your heart just bursts. Cause you're like, just, oh my yeah. gosh.
2: Makes your like, motor run. Doesn't it? It does.
1: Yeah. They're awesome.
2: dopamine dopamine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. From a, I was
1: going to say, all that's right. like a really. That's a really special one, you know. Yeah,
2: right yeah, for sure. I had a little hint uh-huh. of Greg Craig Mazak there. Biff, the neurotransmitter sending it down to release the dopamine. Biff, do you remember uh-huh. that, Todd? And what is that? General psychology, Art. I'm real. I'm real. I'm weak on what I remember from Bob. Jones. Todd. Blo- <laughs> Todd. Todd blocked out a lot of uh, oh. Greg Mazak's class because he. What had,
0: I remember about Greg Mazak purchased. As I remember, Boons sitting Farm, in, the right in, front front, in the front row of Greg Mazak's class for this class that semester, and I'm out because I got a fake ID and I'm buying booze or whatever.
1: <laughs> and Greg wow. Mazak is right behind me in line,
0: and I thought this He's is just liquor. not good.
1: Oh my gosh, your freshman year? I'm
0: a freshman, yeah. And he, and my ID. psychology teacher, is right behind me, and I sit school. in the front oh, row. Gosh. And I'm the kind of person that people they generally see coming. You know, I'm tall and whatever broad ryan's shoulders but no (laughs) not back then you
2: didn't buddy you were a stick figure but i'll go ahead yeah
3: but But anyway that's why
2: i
1: skipped the next the
0: very next class the next day i skipped and then i went back
1: (laughs) he's like i'm not facing him and
0: i'm like it it worked out i guess greg wasn't paying much attention now he'll probably hear it on this podcast because i guarantee he loves listens i yes i'm sure he does and yeah. and yeah, anyway, no, I don't remember anything except that about Bob Jones. Mostly. I just
2: remember every time I say dopamine, I think of Greg Mazak because he explained how that worked, how biff on the axon that goes you down. Know, the, I was just telling my girls
0: about Bob Jones the other day. So I, I went to I graduated in 93. So fall of 93, I'm at Bob Jones University where
2: they don't even allow black people. Anyway, They allowed black people. You just okay. couldn't date white people back yeah, then. Yeah, no interracial. You just duty. had to decide no. in
1: advance who you were going to date. So
2: black and whites couldn't date each other back crazy then. Crazy as hell. No, I thought
1: you could. You just had to and declare it ahead of time, right?
2: No, crazy. no. it was no, Black and white was not allowed. <laughs> oh. If you were mixed, you had to declare a You're race Jews. Before. Oh, God. And the whole thing you know was what? a nightmare. The <laughs> weirdest <laughs> thing is, let's go on an aside here so rapidly conservative school and when i was there and going through that i didn't realize that the founder is probably a racist bigot i didn't think that South i thought Carolina they somehow based the secede from the union they somehow based it in biblical reasoning and they tried i didn't realize that they were actually
0: racist what was their biblical reasoning for why Blacks or not was it's it probably something, something to do with the do with,
2: Tower of Babel or something like that. I thought it had oh something to do with gosh. Ham, like Noah Cain and Abel son.
0: and his sons. I thought Noah. it was it was Noah's son Ham. Remember, he sees Noah and Noah's all drunk in the tent, and he's naked and whatever. And Ham goes and tells his brothers, and his brothers cover him up. Well, God curses Ham and darkens his face. And I've heard in some ridiculous Turned crazy christian circles yeah that that's that and that he was cursed to subservience and that's where they get this this crazy racism that they just think is okay that's
2: that might be where so it came nuts. from they tried to justify it but i honestly i was blind to it. i didn't know that that was the case back then and really thought, you weren't
1: aware hmm,
2: i've come a long way <laughs>
1: yeah no but fact. i mean back then like you didn't like notice it. it it just wasn't
2: i mean i saw it but i was like they, they they, love God. They couldn't actually be racist. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: No, they were totally racist. Like, they wouldn't
2: like be mean to somebody that was Just. not white at all.
1: Also, but they did wanted you to have keep like, them separate. They wanted to school? keep them separate. I did. Yeah. See, I think that's part of it, too. A lot of it. I learned a ton like, there. Yeah. If well, you you changed, school pride, they changed. To
2: be fair, they changed it since then. They lost. That's good. Only because they lost their tax exempt status because of it. <laughs>
1: oh no it decided, Did they? it's
0: okay it's okay for different races today
1: oh my gosh
2: it's, <laughs> it's okay for sure now <laughs> well, that was back when bush was running who would have thought they would have even thought they could tell people that three, I, just, I was i was
0: sticks was the one who uh changed it in 2000 when bush was running bush went w he went and he spoke at bob jones university and there was this huge uproar because they didn't allow interracial dating like all over the news all over everything and then And then Bob Jones, the third, three sticks comes out and he, and he has this big Larry King alive interview and, and they're going back and forth. And finally he's like, you know what, we're going to make this change. Uh, We, you know, after making all his reasons why it's okay to be racist, he's like, but we understand the world's moving on and we're going to change and be a little less racist.
2: Well, at least they did finally. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Praise be.
1: (laughs) It's good.
0: Yeah. no it really so,
1: is like we're kind of making light of it but it is it's good it's really good what's our
0: address? Last... we go, oh, we go last back to scene. uh ronin right yeah we go back to Ronan. there's Ronan some like literary Sacks. brilliance from three six to ronin how Listen, far they're... apart are they really
2: yeah we go back to Ronan Sachs.
1: There... Ronan fox
0: i know i just Sachs wanted to get news. that sax
2: fox thing again i want to work it in there
1: <laughs> you're welcome very nice there is some literary brilliance in this section <laughs>
2: So he's sitting on his patio, <laughs> smoking a cigar.
0: Oh, yes. Good sick. <laughs>
2: We're going to have to. Um, I want the widely talented author to come up with another way to describe inhaling smoke, not as pungent. Oh, you don't like it pungent? Well, if you don't remember, because I listened to it today, season one, episode one, when the <laughs> chopper pilot hit the joint. It was Spungent? a pungent smoke. Oh. Okay. and then when Ronan Fox it's only edited, so many you know, adjectives out there pungent for smoke, you know. Yeah. I and I thought, what else could you use?
0: Harsh, but it's not really harsh.
1: Mm.
0: And oh, hopefully it's not harsh. I can't
2: complain because my vocabulary is increased listening to this. So
1: I know, Be-spec-led. right? Bespeckled.
2: Bespeckled.
1: Bespectacled.
2: Bespectacled. Bespeckled or bespectacled.
1: Bespectacled. You used okay. it. Okay. I, I used it right
2: when I said I think it. you did. You did not besmirch the word. <laughs> Let's think of any more B words. Anyway. Oh, there's that joy and laughter again.
0: Ronan. Ronan. What do you think about Ronan, Gary? I mean, he's kind of a son of a bitch.
1: But <laughs> Ronan. Ronan is a son of a bitch. But, you know, we talked about him before as being this like villain. He's got
0: some style, man.
1: He does. He's a stylish SOB. And he's really. <laughs> So He's, this this uh I think we we see more I think that you wrote more about him in this than than we've seen before. Maybe it's just like the little the li- little thing to tip the scale that I needed. But Okay. I feel like Ronan Where is it? Oh, it's the one thing I marked. Hold on. He said there he, has he was one
3: note. We just got w- there, guys.
1: <laughs> I have one note. He is a creator of events. He was a creator of events. Ooh, yeah. Like God in a way.
2: Oh. <laughs> but is that where it says he stopped believing in God? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go so, on.
1: So I I love this because it's like, oh my gosh, this is Ronan's problem. Ronan not only has stopped believing in God, but he has a God complex and, and he's evil. He's orchestrating <laughs> evil.
0: It's a lot going on.
1: There's a <laughs> in, lot going on. Ronan, like, Ronan needs a therapist for sure.
2: You know oh, what I Ed found will. interesting? Because mm-hmm. you saw me bubbling over. He said he stopped <laughs> believing in God, but then the whole rest of the conversation are his thoughts about God and him. Yeah, and you're he right. He it doesn't was, believe in kind him, of crazy, but he right? still talks about it. So he right? can say he doesn't believe in all he wants, But he knows. Well, it says, like, here's, here's what carries the whole conversation afterwards about him yeah. and God, like working things out, even yep. though he, he was, doesn't believe about him.
0: Oh, okay. He was a creator of events like God in a way, although Ronan had grown out of believing in God years earlier. Still, he had learned God wasn't so easily sidestepped.
2: He just goes right into it.
0: Ronan would make his moves and God would make his, and together mm-hmm. they would watch the world react. Yeah, that, right. that was.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, he's thinking about it. He, those people, Ronan is just like so many people. Oh, I stopped believing God a long time ago. But they know God is at work. But they deep down he was like,
2: it. well, I can't just say he doesn't exist. So and then he goes into this other little right. deal about God and him working out this stuff. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, but the cool thing in this uh, in this section is the wildly talented author talk, talks about how it was a beautiful night and Ronan enjoyed the stunning watercolor painted by God or nature or whomever held the brushes of immortality, mm. and then he talks about. Then I'm, I'm sorry. And I feel like this is this cool irony. And I don't know if it was an accident. Just take credit for it, Todd. It's so good. It's so, so good that he's talking about the brushes of immortality. Yet all these all this is is about mortality. <laughs> I know. And, and he compares human life. He's talking about one of the books of Solomon, comparing human life to vapor or smoke, gone nearly as soon as it appears. So he's talking about death. He's, you know, he's playing God. He's orchestrating death, yet he's talking about who holds the brushes of immortality. It's, it's weird, this right? Really, really cool dance between, you know, it's it's either it's either this dance between creation and destruction or mortality and immortality. Either way, I just I loved it. I thought it was really good. Bravo.
0: Thank you, Carrie. what did yeah. you think? Well,
2: yeah, what she said.
1: <laughs> did I talk to <laughs> did I talk to Lone? Are you are
2: you on your phone? no, No, uh, but absolutely. Yeah, no. I love that whole last scene. I didn't care what happened. I liked that whole thing about him saying he didn't believe in God, but knowing that deep down he knew he couldn't just dismiss God. So instead, mm-hmm. he's going to compete with God and see who's going to work out what. He is Ooh, the, basically I the like antithesis a- of Eli.
3: Mm.
2: And Ronan is basically an antagonist. Chris. He's playing a game with God. Like, you You make your move, I'll make my move. Who's going to win I that? I like
1: that. I hadn't looked at it as competition, but I think that's a great way to look at it.
2: It's kind of what he's doing. God's making yeah. his move. Oh, he's you're making right. his move. Yeah. And they're playing, we'll he's playing a game reacts. with God. Yeah. yeah,
1: like, let's see who can get them to react, you know, the way we want them to. He had stopped
2: yeah. believing in God, but he's still deep down playing a game with yeah. God. He's basically saying... Mm-hmm here's my goal, God, I'm going to do what I want to do to get to that goal. You do what you want to do to get to your goal and we'll see who wins. Yeah. By the way, it comes across
0: hundred percent. No, I think you're right. I
2: I just became a provocateur.
3: (laughs) 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 We were waiting for
2: this moment. (laughs) Always been wildly talented.
1: But isn't that exactly what, like what arrogant people do? With God, isn't that exactly uh, what they do?
2: I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's what everybody does with God. Yeah. it's yeah, human nature so. to elevate yourself. We all want to elevate ourselves above where we want to be. We wanna we wanna run our own life. That's the fault. We want to make our decisions, we wanna basically be God. And even it sounds really harsh to say that, but when you break it down, anytime you are rebelling against God, that's what you want to do. You want to make things your way and you want to be God and It's futile, of course, but we still want to do it because we're fallen, imperfect, prideful people.
0: Well, that Mm. goes all the way back to the garden,
2: the fall. Yes, exactly. Because
0: Eve, what, 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 what? The serpent, not necessarily Satan, just the serpent. But what the serpent said to Eve was, "Make you a god. If you eat this fruit, you'll be like God. You'll know good and evil." And he wasn't mm. wrong. And God never said that the serpent lied to you. No. You know what I mean? So there is, a, there is, and and when she ate it, she found the fruit was good and gave it to Adam, and they found the fruit was good. There's something intoxicating about knowing good and evil. Do you know what I mean? The, the, yeah. and, and the reason that all of us have succumbed to it isn't necessarily because we're bound to necessarily, although we probably are, but just that, that it, there's something to it. There's something to wanting to be God in, over I yourself.
2: Striving for wisdom and knowledge is not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. not. But when you strive for wisdom and knowledge apart from God, it's pointless. You can learn all the book smarts, everything you want, but if you separate what you learn from the knowledge of God and understanding it is, as Solomon would say, all vanity. Right? That's well, yeah, the Thing.
0: Th- it's a vapor. It's it's a cloud, and that is the thing that what's what Ronan's talking about. I mean, that's what what Solomon's saying is that everything you're after, everything
2: that you place value in, it's all smoke. It's all nothing. Exactly. Your life's short. You're nothing without God. Yeah. We always want to usurp Him and get a leg up. And
0: you're right. We don't Some want to admit it, but that's what we want to do with him. It's a competition with God.
2: I think everybody deep down does. Some people are better at dying to themselves and what they want and doing what God wants. And other people are not.
0: Yeah.
3: It's, you yeah think, I think you're Harry?
1: right. You know, here I am. What's that?
0: What do you think, Carrie?
3: We're looking at well, a Catholic that, perspective.
1: I think, well, well I think you're goes. absolutely right. And I was, um, you know. <laughs> about I was in, what?
2: Uh, obviously, I was in, but about what?
1: I was enjoying villainizing
2: <laughs> Rob Throwback,
1: villainizing Ronan, and all of a sudden, like we've been thrown into the same pool as Ronan, and it's kind of true. So,
2: well, bit of a buzzkill,
1: but it's true.
2: It is a bit <laughs> something that stuck with me a while ago. Somebody told me was, um, but for the grace of God, like you can see, somebody think, oh, they're terrible. They've done this. They've killed somebody. They're a murderer whatever, if it wasn't mm-hmm. for the grace of God, we would be in that same position. Because yeah. as Steve Harmon, Todd, remember, you know, Steve Harmon, Tom Harmon, Tom, Tom Harmon said, like Steve. Um, it's not hard to be a man. You just have to be born. The good man is a little more difficult, but a godly man is impossible without God and the Holy spirit. It's true. And you can, you can do all those things, but if anything you take God out of it doesn't matter. Sometimes hard to keep that in perspective with life. We get busy about our things.
1: We do. The world has a powerful influence over us. Our
2: goals and everything, our desires, a lot of material things we want, or just to control our own life.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well,
2: if
3: we
0: won't eat, what does C.S. Lewis, he compares God to... C.S. If we won't eat, we were designed to live on and through God. By design, you mean created. If we won't write, if we won't eat the only fruit that the universe has to offer, then we're cursed to wither and die. And the only fruit that the universe has to offer is God. It's love. It's where all things come from.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, you see, I think Ronan maybe is a is a, is a stylish, ha, really I'd say likable almost, but he's he's. Mm-hmm. He's he's bad. You, <laughs> he's evil. you, you know like I mean?
1: him. You like him from a writer's standpoint because you created him, but to the readers, like he's not really likeable. He's stylish. Like he's stylish, but he's not likable.
3: Well, you he's a
2: terrible person. But but <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> he has a little bit of conflict way 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 down deep. Mm-hmm. And I I know the author said where his neurotransmitters or whatever his that neuro- was Mike's neural pathways oh yeah. it was mike okay. so talk about mike he's just as bad his neural pathways don't go there anymore. <laughs> mike's pulling
0: the trigger ronan's not pulling the trigger
3: well wrote and who's ronan
2: actually is, worse i know ronan which has one
1: consciously consciously denied god like yeah he's like mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't have any part of that that's ronan
2: we got way deeper into this than i thought we would i thought we it'd be did. a little run by this last scene we done
1: sorry there was so much there really was so much in there but it was good
0: yeah so, ronan's a really complex character
3: mm-hmm.
0: There's just there's a lot going on that and and well, and we've only kind of scratched we don't even know you know what i mean we, it, right? we just kind of scratched the surface on ronan it's been a we've little while since we little.
2: went that deep into the spiritual since witness. I know, right
1: since witness i was thinking about witness today
2: so good. Oh, I'm glad we so brought good. him into it a little bit. Because I yeah.
0: just re- started it on Substack. That's what you thought about.
1: Oh, that could be. That could be.
0: I just released the first episode on Substack. Yes, Lucas I saw it. I was away. like, Oh,
3: yes. It's so we
0: good. Have to go
1: listen again. Well,
0: I, I on what I'm doing is on Mondays I release the episode, the me reading the episode, <laughs> and then the written version oh. if people want to read it, and then the podcast. I release them all on the same day. And so then I do two and then three, and I release them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it'll catch up to us probably by the end of the year. But
1: it's kind of fun. This is a really good episode, Todd.
0: I'm glad. I had fun. I can't wait till the finale. (laughs) Will's got something
2: to say. We got into this, like, before the podcast, and this usually happens because Todd has said before, and I'm going to repeat it because it makes me feel like a champion. When we get on this thing, I kind of kick it in and start talking about it. Because before we started this podcast, I thought I kind of had a blasé, blasé attitude and didn't wasn't into this podcast. And I'm like, it's the episode. let's really? just do it and brush through it and get done with it. I didn't have anything that really struck me. Evidently, I didn't. Just didn't know it.
1: Oh, you mean before this particular one?
2: Right. I, when we were coming yeah. to this podcast here, this episode, mm-hmm. I kind of didn't have a great feeling about like. Well, uh, turns it on game time. That's, that's how what he is. That's what I meant <laughs> just... when I said that. For some reason, stuff starts coming back to me. I, li- I did listen to it twice, but yeah, listening to it, a few things caught me, and I was like, oh, Mark, did a good episode. But once we get done discussing it, I think it's way better than before.
1: It's so good.
2: There's a lot I of meat know. on the bone. You
0: know, I've realized with this TikTok thing and watching podcast numbers and everything that this is something that I may not always be able to sell everybody on, but the, the people who enjoy this, they're really, they really get a lot more out of the show. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, they do. It, it really is. And I don't know if it'll ever be appreciated for like as much depth and as good as it is, but, um, it should be, you guys bring a lot to it.
2: Oh, I thank you.
0: I write the story and record the story, and then I walk away feeling like now after this, I have a better feel for the story. You
2: know what I mean? I do. Join us next week.
1: It's so good.
0: All right, guys. Finale next week. See ya.
3: Finale.